Hey, dear Tyler. Good evening, and how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Um, so, apparently, I was really thinking that I may have a little bit more to say when it comes to the things that I learned this year, but uh, somehow, somehow, I don't think it would be that coincise, and it could just become, you know, very bogus and probably repetitive so I was like let me just go with what I originally wrote down and you know share the final thoughts um, the final five lessons that I learned right and I think it's actually a good point to share it you know being like just few hours to Christmas um, and and I really believe that you know it would just be nice to be able to use these episodes you know just to reminisce over the year and to get the best out of the year so I mean, to find out how you got the best out of the year and use it to also plan for the new year that's coming up, right? So this is going to be the second to the last episode for the year. I'm still going to drop one more episode before we enter into the new year. Uh, so somehow, I don't know, I'm still I'm still thinking maybe on the 30th or 31st or so, I'll definitely have an episode. And then by next year, we're going to start um, Dear Tyler Season 3. Right, so our first episode is going to be January 2nd. That would be on a Monday, if I'm not mistaken. That should be on a Monday. So I will be, I'm sure it would be a nice a nice time with everything. Really re-strategizing for a lot of things on Dear Tyler. And it's really, really going to be nice and fun, right? So let me just do like a little recap. Recap in the sense of just mentioning the things that... Uh, I learned, you know, from the past three episodes that I've done. I just mentioned them, right? The first thing that I learned in the year was God is good. Uh, plans work. Number three, friends are valuable. Number four, it's only impossible if you don't try. Then number five, don't worry about the past, right? So you could find all of that in the part one of the Dear Tyler series, or of this series rather, right? So the part one of what I learned from 2022 then um, number six is it's not as bad as you imagine seven is I'm not perfect eight I can't save everyone nine it's easy to become the monster you preach against then ten everyone deserves a second chance right so that's in the part two where I discussed more of that and then the last part which is part three the previous part rather um, number eleven don't inherit enemies Number 12, love what you do. Don't do it for love. Number 13, it's okay to not be celebrated. Number 14, know your kryptonite. Number 15, I am special. So in the previous episode that I just posted, posted a few days ago, I think on Wednesday or so, I actually shared um, on those five, right? So please check them out. Check them out. It's really, really good. It's really helpful. A lot of people have reached out to me and told me that it has really helped them. For someone, it actually inspired her to actually you know start reviewing her year and reviewing things and it's helping her to fall into the right trajectory for the year ahead so the final five right so what we're going to discuss today i'm actually preparing for a trip i'm traveling tomorrow and that's how i am i could be very very somehow like travel during christmas or something but if you notice like christmas Especially in this part of the world, Christmas isn't as festive as before. 
sadly it's not as festive as before it's not it usually used to have this whole family um, theme around it but I don't know maybe because we've all grown and then the world has just changed in a way that everybody's just busy the there's no fanfare about Christmas sadly but anyway, I'm traveling tomorrow so uh, I got administration Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so hopefully all things will just work well um, anyway but that's by the wayside so um, number 16 right um, the lesson that I learned this year live to bless and not impress live to bless and not impress my my uncle died um, last year my uncle died last year last year March died last year March and March 1st if I'm not mistaken March 1st died last year March 1st and he was very close to to to, uh, to me and my siblings you get he was it was his house that we grew up in while we were in Joss you know even in Lagos for some time we used to like chill at his place um and because of the nature of my dad's work, he was probably the more available figure to a large extent until my dad started having some free time. So because we were in Joss, he was also in Joss. And, you know, we we had all of those connects. And, you know, if you've listened to my story on depression, he, you'll find out that I really had, you know, terrible seasons when it comes to school, education and all. I, I really messed up in school. And... It it it's in a way dragged me. Do you understand? Like it kind of like pulled me back for a while, but then he gave me he gave me a piece of advice, and he said that Binga, you cannot impress anybody again, right? He said that's not the goal. The goal is not to impress, just surprise people and bless them. The goal is to bless people. The whole target of trying to impress someone is to just get you into a whole bunch of trouble. A whole bunch of trouble. Now, it's something that I've learned because a lot of times people will do stuff for you or you'll do stuff for people and they would not even understand the value of what you're doing for them. And sadly, sometimes we also fall victim of that same attitude where people do stuff for us and we don't tend to understand the value of it. Now, what really kills the individual more is that um, the purpose behind it, you know, somehow, whether looking for attention or whether looking for the accolades or the applause of the person you've done it for. And in many, many ways, it's not going to happen. And you see that a lot of people end up putting themselves in very very difficult conditions you know where they just um, overexert themselves on people or overexert themselves on an activity you know for a worthy cause and but you know somehow because we're all humans deep within us we would always want that person to acknowledge us or acknowledge our efforts and all and they don't get it you know and then it just leaves them in a very very draggy state that's one and then again they could have um, times where they're like, okay, maybe I need to do more for the person to recognize me or all of that. And I, I realized that 
it's not important it's not it, it it shouldn't be the it should it shouldn't be the main thing i think that's the word that shouldn't be the main thing that shouldn't be the main purpose of your activities and all don't do things to impress anybody do it to bless them do it that at the back of that at, a, at the back of your mind irrespective of what happens that individual is going to be blessed by it very important so if i'm doing any activity or i'm doing something for someone um i do not really have any concern again to oh let the person see me or let the person like not no if it's good then it should be done you understand and i'm going to do it from the depth of my heart because i value the person and i feel that is going to be a blessing to that individual right so that's very very important extremely extremely important that we do that right so live to bless and not impress right so once you've blessed somebody that should be able to satisfy you um number 17 be mature now maturity most times a lot of people try to tag maturity to age or um status you know maybe like a leadership position or something like that and so there's there's a whole lot of emphasis on elderly people or people in authority to be the mature ones you get and so you know we hold these people to a higher level of accountability you know to some extent and i realize that if you leave maturity to a select few you will just end up being in crisis you'll end up in being in a lot of crisis now now what i've come to understand is maturity has nothing to do with age it has absolutely nothing to do with leadership position your status quo or whatever pedigree that you may have maturity has to do with understanding that purpose is greater than being right your purpose is being greater than being right so you don't you're not it's not about justice for you it's about the right thing to be done now this year i've had i've had quite a lot of instances where i was uh, you know either felt dishonored disrespected or something or i i felt devalued to some certain point and i did have moments of flaring up moments of you know wrong decisions and all but gradually i had to learn that um i think i even shared it in one episode or so i can't remember the episode exactly but when i was talking about reaction and then responding the truth is that a mature person would always look to find a solution to the problem so there's a crisis there's an issue and a mature person would always try to resolve it resolve it not just for the immediate um pacification right or the immediate pacifying um of that whole circumstance but then to find a long lasting solution to everything 
now i've learned that it's just important to be mature be mature about everything be choose to be the mature one in each conversation right and don't hold it against people that may be acting in an immature way or something like that because probably you too you could fall victim of it at any point in time now it's very important like i said that um learn to be the mature one through any crisis through any issue through any challenge be the person that gathers the thoughts together be the one that gathers the team together be the one that um looks for the solution and not looks for who is at fault right identifying the person at fault has little or nothing to do with bringing help if it's best to you know it's best to find what the real challenge is and then fix it up right it's best to find that find the real challenge first and then fix it up afterwards right and then um afterwards then you maybe could address it to the person in question but then um uh, the person is not what is wrong it's what they did that is wrong you get so always be the mature one um it's how crisis is managed you know arguments and all of that is really really managed so that's one of the lessons that i learned again this year be the mature one in all aspects be the mature one number 18 be open now this is a little bit ambiguous but it's because i want to to hit as many targets as possible or maybe the two two primary targets be open enough to let people know your 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 frailties your concerns and your emotions now there's something terrible about um people like me i guess whenever you've developed this large threshold for endurance right so so some level of patience forbearance or or uh, as the bible say long suffering when you've developed that particular attribute what happens to you is that you end up piling it up especially if you don't have a way of venting it out and releasing those things you think you're over them but they're just building blocks and every container has its breaking point right it has its limit it has its capacity to which you can carry certain things now if you're not open enough to let people understand this you actually put yourself in the position where you could one day flare up and do something that is absolutely absolutely out of it absolutely out of it in the sense that you would end up doing something that you would regret and you would want to take back number 2 if you uh, if you if you don't tend to be open what would happen to you is that you give people permission to keep on offending you people that tend not to be open leave room for persistent offense i had to learn that until i tell somebody what i don't like they're justified in doing it as painful as that sound as difficult as that sounds right if i don't tell somebody that i don't like something that means my silence justifies their action when i now tell them and they're fully aware of maybe something i don't like or something that i need something that i require then they are now liable to be guilty by a trigger so you can't sit down and assume that somebody understands your mood because of your countenance now do you understand some other people don't operate that way it's very very different for them you've got to learn to be open you don't have to be raw you don't have to be um uncultured in your talk or something like that but 
you can you you must find a way to be able to communicate your emotions your intentions and your displeasure it's very very important right i felt like people that used to you know say things you know just say the things how they felt i really felt like there were people of of very low um self control but i've learned that it's more important than you can ever imagine more important than you could ever think and so i've learned to be able to be open and to say i've had instances i think uh probably times that i have to talk to like um my music team and all yes so there are times where naturally i'd want to just be quiet but then i'll just have to say it so that um if it happens again they know that okay i know we're the ones at fault and everything and i think they were like my training ground for some like being you know open to a large extent it's something that i'm still learning and i'm trying my best to it because i'm just somebody that naturally i avoid conflict right i hate confrontation or anything like that so i always try to look for the easiest solution you know that possible get to a moment but i'm learning that it's very important to be open now the second part of being open is that it's very important that you learn to be um that you're open enough to learn open enough to learn ah. now especially if you're a very knowledgeable person if you're very if you're a very knowledgeable person and you you have a lot of people that look up to you somehow they reach out to you and they tell you that oh i look up to you for inspiration oh you've done this you've done this it's very very difficult to be open enough to um to be teachable and i've had to learn that i've had to sit down and see that man honestly people are better than me at searching things and sit down and just learn from them pinga there's there's no big deal don't try to don't try to come up with some crafty way of just exempting yourself from that learning process or that learning curve put yourself in that position learn grow exert every energy needed and required to become the best that you can be be teachable so i started taking out time to learn from even people that made me feel uncomfortable learn from um people online people that i meet personally you know just get in other people's opinion and putting it into um putting it into my view and seeing how I can work it out into something practical and it's one of the things that I learned so being open to speak my heart to people and then being open enough to learn from others it can't sting when somebody tells you you're wrong and you're actually wrong it can actually sting a lot it can actually sting a lot so um it's it's a, it's a tough one but yeah we're getting over it we're we're really really getting better at it number 19 second to the last you will always need god oh 2022 ooh you will what always need god so this is where it comes from When you become so good at something, right? You could have what I call the Samson syndrome. Now, over time, if you read the Bible, you know, and you read the story of Samson in the Bible, it was because of the covenant he had with God, right, and about his hair that whenever it was time to 
show forth strength. God remembered the covenant, not necessarily the person, but then the covenant. Because Samson really, really messed up, did a whole lot of things, but then he remembered the covenant, right? And he would get strength to overcome any situation, get himself free, or just ridicule the enemy, right? Now, when he had given out the secret to his strength, the Bible made mention of something very particular. He said, I will arise when the Philistines came over. He said, I will arise as I used to. So, it had become such a common place for him that I believe that somehow he just felt like it's in me now, I'm Samson. Like God owes me something like that, with or without him. Like he's bound by me or something. Well, I think I suffered from that syndrome this year. And it was really towards the tail tail end of the year that I really realized that, man, God, I need you. I need you more than I could ever think. I need you more than I could ever imagine. I remember way back then, you know, after I, I got born again, 2007, I got born again. And I used to ask the Spirit of God for everything. Like, okay, what should I wear? Where should I go? What should I do today? You know, I was very, very meticulous about those things. And it looked childish, but that's the way I believe. Like, be so connected to the Spirit of God that you can feel His heartbeat at all times, that you would feel empty if His hand does not go with you. You can become an expert at something so well that you really, really forget that there is a hand backing you. And so this year, I realized that I need God in everything. I will always need Him, always 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 need god and so i had to tell myself the truth and it's like hey young man let's go back to the drawing board right go back to the drawing board you will always need god so everything that i've mastered everything that i'm good at um everything that the lord has helped me to gain some level of expertise i've told myself i'm like hey b you're not going to act unless god's hand is upon you right so even when it comes to pray Right, I pray for strength to pray. So if I start praying now, like, Spirit of the living God, I need you to help me pray. And I can see that I can stretch for longer periods of time. And if I get weary at any point in time, I'm literally like, Spirit of God, I'm really tired, I'm really weary, grant me strength. And I see him coming through for me each and every time. And that's a major lesson that I learned. If I have learned any other thing, probably like the most important of all the lessons is this last one stick to the plan oh dear tyler stick to the plan so i went over the plans that i had for this year and 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 i think i can start with financially right I went through my financial goals for the year and the plans, the objectives, you know, the targets and everything that I put. Somehow along the line, I left it. And the moment I left it, there was no structure to my building um, financially. There was no structure to my uh, growth. I could not evaluate certain things properly. And so what I said, what I realized is that I left the plan, I left the blueprint, and it became difficult for me. 
So let me give you an instance, right? I had a financial plan. I had a goal for my finances and everything. And along the line, I was hitting targets faster than usual. And instead of me to, you know, stick to the plan and wait for some certain things, certain thresholds to be met, I just like dumped the plan. I'm like, okay, I'm on a roll here. Let me see how I could, you know, make the best out of it. And along the line, I had left the plan so bad that when things started going bad, it went really, really bad. And instead of me, you know, building systemically, I was trying to recover from a major loss. And so I used the major part of this year to be recovering from a loss consistently. Now, if I had stayed with the plan, I would have done away with every loss, right, that I incurred at the beginning of the year. And I would have been at a stable point. Um, I could even give instances for like Dear Tyler. Every time that Dear Tyler, because I, I look at the metrics of Dear Tyler um, occasionally, you know, just to find out how many people listen and how much we're growing, right? The moment I started pulling out a plan and started following the plan for Dear Tyler, things started working out a lot more. I can promise you that there were times where I felt like, okay, the, the period where I, like, I had 100 listens, you can't imagine the the pump, the drive that I had. Imagine having a hundred people listen to your podcast in a day. You're just like a startup podcast. Imagine what you were been able to achieve. And I remember clearly how I, I wanted to, you know, just start doing some other things, some other things. And I was like, no, guys, stick to the plan. And I was able to stick to the plan. And it has helped me to be able to evaluate, okay, how much I've come my capabilities, my lapses and everything and where I can work on. Now we're going to, um, we're going into the last week of the year and for a whole lot of us, um, these are going to be moments that probably we evaluate the year and then after evaluating, we're going to plan for the year. Now it's very important that whatever plans that you make, that you decide to stick to the plan, stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. If you hit targets before time, that's amazing. That's beautiful. But then stick to the plan. If you feel that you have gro- you have outgrown a certain plan, then replan and stick to that plan. Don't just wing it. Don't just think like you're on a roll and everything is just going on smoothly and there's no need for accountability even for yourself. No, stick to the plan. And it's something that I told myself that I'm going to do. I, I engage in a certain business and... I had to kind of like say, okay, I'm just going to stop. Even when I got in, got some level of finances to help, I literally said, that I'm not going to engage in the business now until I revisit the plan and then choose to stick to that plan, choose to stick to that plan. It's very important, right? It builds discipline. Um, it builds discipline and discipline has a way of making you excellent at what you do, right? So like I said, for me, this is probably one of the most important lessons that I have learned in the year 2022. It's very, very important that you stick to your plans, right? Very, very important that you stick to your plans. Right? Um, if you've had plans before and that you didn't stay by them, don't don't beat yourself over it, you know. Repent, recollect yourself and make that decision, right? On how you're going to do your I mean, stick to your plan. So we've got one more episode. I don't know exactly when it's going to come out. Because of the series of um, ministrations that I do have. 
right? Like I said, I have from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I should be heading back on Friday and probably want to have my retreat and all, right? So within that period, I'm going to kind of like switch off my phone and everything, just be away, lock up and really, really try to focus on what's necessary, right? But we'll definitely have one more episode before the year runs out. And then um, we're revamping Dear Tyler on Instagram, right? We're really, really revamping Dear Tyler on Instagram. So please and please, if you're not following Dear Tyler on Instagram, please follow it, right? Um, just a little overview. I'm deleting all the posts on Instagram. We're building it in a better, better way, right? I'll archive all the posts that need to be archived and all, but then basically deleting um, the structure, coming up with new things to make it more engaging, right? And part of the things is how to come up with a plan for the year, right? So that's probably going to be part of the first episodes, right? And I'll show you how I came up with my own plan for the year and how you can also be able to do that and it's going to be an amazing amazing year right so i really hope that these 20 lessons were a blessing to you um for some of you we may have similarities you know some of the points that i mentioned might be things that you might have learned and for some of you you know you might have learned some other things that i did not mention but it's very important for you to keep these things so that you can use it to become a better person next year right to become a better person next year so um thank you so much for listening um to dear tyler this evening um i really hope that it blessed you and yeah so this is me signing out tyler remember that i love you i believe in you and i am always always rooting for you do have a lovely day and happy merry christmas merry christmas bye